but you can, when you don't feel your emotions, when you're not balancing all of that out, your chakras, especially in your solar plexus, can really get congested and stuck and block the flow of the energy. And so like when we look at the chakras, traditionally you'll see a picture and it's just kind of has your chakras straight up from your, the base of your spine all the way up to your head. And so the straight line is called your prana, your chi, your ki. Hey everyone, I'm Rochelle, your host for this podcast. I am a health coach, photographer, highly sensitive, and it took me almost 33 years to find my purpose and passionate life. I've had some ups and downs for sure, and the biggest lesson I've gotten is just to trust yourself, to slow down and really listen and trust your body, yourself. And so in this podcast, I'll talk about all of my experiences, my journey, all things health and spirituality, and really just share all of that with you, what's worked, what hasn't, but always remember through it, just take what works and leave what doesn't. We are all unique individuals and not everything is going to work for everybody. Honor and trust yourself. Thank you so much for listening and as always, sending you life. Hello, everyone. Um, Happy Friday. Welcome back to another episode of the Soul Healing Podcast. I am Rochelle, your host, um, your self-love coach. And this week, I'm going to kind of dig in a little bit with the chakra system or chakras. There's different different systems of chakras, I think, in combination. I'm going to tell you my personal views, I guess, of it and my personal beliefs and like kind of what I follow as it relates to the chakra system. I think there's obviously truth in all of the systems. And so I kind of, in my own mind, in my life, in my practice, I kind of have the synthesis of all of them in combination of human design and pranic healing chakra system. So it kind of like all comes together. So I'm kind of going to go over that and just give you a base. As I go through it, there'll be a little bit of human design in there, a little bit of traditional chakras, and then a little bit of like pranic healing chakras and how they see that. So that's what today is going to be about. I'm going to try and keep it around 30 minutes um, and not go too long because I can talk about it all day. But first, as last week uh, we talked about, I'm going to start just with a little kind of like what's up with the universe, um, the transits again. I found that yesterday I was looking at the right now transits and as it relates to human design, um, or if you just look at the chakra systems, all of my chakras were lit up or defined. And so I really felt I was just like knocking stuff out yesterday. I was super motivated. I was getting everything done. And it always makes sense when you kind of look at it and pull it together and see like what is going on energetically like where you're getting all of this from. So I'm pulling up mine right now because I actually haven't looked at it for today. As I'm speaking right now, it's Thursday. And so the the transit that I pulled is for tomorrow at noon. So Friday, uh, yeah, Friday, August 21st. Sometimes I don't even know what day it is anymore <laughs> with everything that's been going on. But yeah, so the, what I'm going to talk about as it relates to the transits is going to be, is going to be Friday's transit as this podcast comes out. So again, the right now, the transit for tomorrow at noon, we are still activated in the um, emotion, emotions, and we're also um, active in the head center as well. And so I've noticed that over the past week or so, with both being active, that I am very much, I find I've found my emotions kind of flowing up to my thoughts. And you never really kind of want that to happen because we're not supposed to make decisions based out of our mind. We're supposed to make decisions based out of our body and our feeling. And we all have some sort of um, authority that we're supposed to be following within our body. So like mine's emotional, I'm supposed to ride my emotions. But with this connection from the emotions to the throat to the mind, 
I've been noticing that my emotions are kind of like getting into my mind a little bit, but but there's also a defined G center and a defined sacral. So we have like this, this workforce energy, energy to get things done. We have this divine sense or divine. We have this um, defined sense of direction right now for all of us uh, as a collective. And so that's just really helpful in knowing your, your direction, your identity, uh, having that kind of love of self. But I want to talk about the transits as it relates to the sun, earth, and moon, because I think that's important to, it's influential and I think it, it affects us. So the sun is in gate 29 and the sun always represents your sense of purpose and your identity. And so this is a gate of commitment. So we want to be aware with this gate being active and it's in our sun um, as it relates to our purpose and our identity. Don't make half-hearted commitments right now. In in general, you shouldn't, but specifically right now, because when you have half-hearted commitments, you're not going to follow through. You're not going to do a great job. It can be viewed as flaky. So, but with this in our sun, we have this sense of when we do make a commitment, we can follow through because this is kind of like the gate of the yes. And I'm always like wary of um, saying yes, because if it's not a, a hell yes, it's a hell no. And we don't want to commit to something unless we're actually saying like, hell yes. But we have this energy right now that when we do commit and we do say yes, that we can actually follow through on it. So just know you having that awareness of like not giving up or being manipulated in your path and just kind of like following through and really getting there. The earth is in this gate 30. Um, and the earth always represents like your body and grounding Uh, And this is the gate of desires. It's called the clinging fire. So this is out of the emotional center. So it allows you to fully experience your feelings. And I think, and it's really just about like the balance between your feelings and then surrendering to kind of like the will of the existence, right? Will of your existence. So feel your feelings, but also surrender at the same time because we can get really deep into our feelings and not having the surrendering of our feelings and we're never going to get clarity. So it's about feeling it but having the balance of surrendering and being able to push past it and move past it. And then the moon, which represents our emotions, our past, um, this is in gate 18. And this gate is all about kind of reevaluating systems to move forward, reevaluating our past, reevaluating our life. It's always like constantly reviewing the past so that we can improve it, twist it, work it as it goes forward and makes a better system going forward. So that's kind of what's going on. Um, You may find you're feeling these certain things or experiencing the specific energy. Um, And so I just think it's really helpful in knowing human design to know what is kind of going on. So that's that. (laughs) We're going to jump right into the chakra system. So I talked a little bit, I believe it was last week, we were talking about energy and what to do with like big energy and I've been doing a lot of meditations, specifically these twin heart, these pranic healing meditations, and really, really working on clearing up my chakras. And so that's kind of, I talked about it last week and I really just want to clarify like chakras this week. So everything we do is about energy. It's essentially transferring energy from one thing to another and the vibration of that energy. So we have high vibration and we have low vibration. You know, is it making something better or is it pulling something down? So we, we are made up of energy. If you literally look under a microscope, we're essentially light, energetic particles that make up who we are. We're 80% water um, and water is a powerful energy source. It's cleansing and it's healing. And when there's a full moon, it affects the tide, right? And so why wouldn't affect our emotions and our energy and all of this 
all that stuff within us. And so again, emotions are energy. And I say this all the time, emotions are energy in motion. Cause I really think like once you truly understand and grasp that concept, which is hard to do, especially in the moment, like I still struggle with it in the moment of my like emotions, but I can get there a little bit faster by constantly like practicing this and having this meditation practice that really pulls me there. But you can learn through time to turn your emotions on or off. That's not to say that you shouldn't feel your emotions because we need to feel it. And especially with earth in gate 30, it's finding that balance between feeling your emotions and surrendering. And that's kind of what this is about, right? But you can, when you don't feel your emotions, when you're not balancing all of that out, your chakras, especially in your solar plexus can really get congested and stuck and block the flow of the energy. And so like when we look at the chakras, traditionally you'll see a picture and it's just kind of has your chakras straight up from your, the base of your spine all the way up to your head. And so the straight line is called your prana, your chi, your ki, um, whichever you're looking at it. It's basically life force energy that goes from the ground out the top of your head. So when we do meditation or yoga or anything like that, when we want to cleanse the chakras, we're try- really trying to cleanse and align so that we can have this, this prana, this life force energy that is going through all of your chakras. So in the traditional Hindu chakra system, we have seven chakras. Human design says that we have nine and pranic healing, which aligns, which actually uh, human design and pranic healing touch on the Kabbalah tree of life. And that's something that I haven't completely dug into myself. Um, it's on my list of things to, to study. So, but they, but they have uh, 11. And so I personally believe we have at least 11, possibly 12 in my opinion, because the Ajna center, which a lot of people believe is the third eye actually isn't. So there's actually two in your forehead, which would actually bring it to 12, but there are nine energy points in our body. And then there are two outside of the body or 10 within your body. If you're considering the Ajna and, and your third eye, um, and then two outside of your body. We also have a lot of other energy points within our body, um, but they're not necessarily chakras, but they're energy points. So one really cool um, example of this, if, and if you're sensitive, you'll pick up on it really quickly. But if you, you can like rub your palms together, if you bring your attention to your, your hands, you will notice that they are tingling. Um, if you bring your mind's attention to your feet, you may notice a tingling in your feet. One other really interest, one other neat one, if you look at one hand and just think anger, say you look at your right hand and think anger, and then you look at your left hand and think lightness, and then kind of move your hands up and down, you will feel a physical difference, a weight difference between your hands, if you're sensitive and you can pick this up. Um, And then you can just rub your hands together and then do it again, and then you will feel, they will feel the same. That specific one, um, the the looking at your palms and thinking anger or light, that I got from uh, Master Ko in one of his meditations. So we have a lot of like, and like sensitive energy points within our body. The chakras that I'm going to talk about today are the earth star chakra, root chakra, sacral chakra, emotional solar plexus chakra, spleen, heart, throat, head or crown, and soul star. And then the, the heart chakra is split between the G center and the will center. So it's also, like I said, the, the Ajna, for the purpose of this conversation, the Ajna will be considering the third eye. We'll think of the whole like forehead area, but Traditionally, it is actually two different chakras. So all of the chakras are equally important and it's really important daily or weekly whenever you can to really cleanse them so we don't get congested and stuck because emotions are very powerful and really can congest our emotional solar plexus, which leads to our heart and our will center and our G center and all that stuff. And it gets really 
interconnected and congested. So it's really important. And our liver is also strongly connected to our G center, which I'll get into a little bit as we kind of go over the G center. So we have our bottom chakra, which is the earth star chakra. And it's found a few inches below our feet. It's literally like in the ground. So this is our connection to earth itself, um, where we take in earth energy. We literally take in ions from the earth and it's so crucial to health. And I love the saying that we don't walk on, on earth, we walk with her. And that's something that we don't always remember. So you may have heard of like earthing or grounding. And it's really important because it allows us to, to charge up this, this chakra energy. And so if you can, like a lot of us live in cities and so we don't really get this recharge of this, of the chakra and it's our lowest chakra and within the ground. So if you can get outside and just take your shoes off somewhere, maybe sit in a park and just kind of like put your hands, put your feet in the ground, meditate. If you have a backyard or whatever, our body and earth work together. We are part of, we are all connected. We're all one. So it's really important to kind of like heal this chakra. Remember that it's there for one, because we are so often just so disconnected with our busy lives and it's so healing and it's so good for you to repair this connection. Um, the next, the next chakra, which is the, the starts the chakras in our body is found is the root chakra. It's found on the base of our spine. So this chakra is the chakra of adrenaline. Um, it's also the grounding point within the body because it's the lowest chakra in the body. The chakra also holds our kundalini energy. Kundalini, kundalini energy is very powerful, and there's a few different explanations for it. I mean, they all kind of have the same thing, but just differing. Um, but it's basically div- divine feminine energy that rises up to meet the masculine energy. It's sometimes called fire, so the fire that rises within us. And it's the energy that creates manifestation. So it's a really powerful energy energy that's within us. And, and if you're on a spiritual journey, on a spiritual path, spiritual development or anything like that, like you have to awaken this and awaken this, this uh, chakra or sorry, this energy. Also remember, as they say, as above, so below, right? So our lower chakras and our higher chakras need to be imbalanced. They need to be balanced in order to have kind of the, all of this balance within everything else in your body. So the next uh, center that we have is our sacral sacral chakra. And this chakra is where we hold our life force energy. It's energy to work. It's the energy to get done. It's also the place for sexual energy because it's connected to our ovaries and our testes, all that. And so it's sexual energy and creative energy are essentially the same energy. Uh, And so that's where all this energy comes from. And that's why it's really important not to not to suppress our sexual energy. And I'm not saying to go out and be hypersexual because that's out of balance as well. So you need to find the balance between suppression and being hypersexual. And you don't actually have to be physically out there having sex to balance your sexual energy. So there are obviously very different ways that I am not, it is not in my scope of practice to get into that, but, but it's really important to keep this energy balanced and because it is, it is a very active energy. Then we have our spleen chakra and this is the center that really like holds our survival, our fear, and our immune system. So this energy comes from, this energy can be very spontaneous. It's very intuitive at the same time. So if you're really in tune with it and you have this energy to find, then you will have like a hit, a spontaneous like pang, and you'll only hear or feel it once. And it's always rooted in survival. So if you have this energy within you, uh, you may be sick less often but it's really important to stay aware of your health because because you get sick so infrequently when you do get sick it's kind of you can get really sick um, because typically you do feel pretty good in that sense so it's really important to be aware of that so yeah just keep this center balanced to maintain good health and 
all centers are, it's obviously, as we go through this, it's important to keep all of them balanced to maintain good health. But obviously this one being rooted kind of in the immune system has a bigger influence on like your physical health. The next three centers I'm going to talk about are also kind of, they're, they're all tied together. So it's the G center, the heart center, and the solar plexus center. In the traditional Hindu chakra system, we have one heart center. In pranic healing, they talk about the heart center and the emotional solar plexus. And then human design, it's kind of G center, emotional center, and heart center. Uh, they're really all deeply connected and all related to self-love and the emotions. You also have some sexual energy in there as well, which come from the emotions. And then, so when you have stuck energy in any one of these, it kind of is stuck in all of them. So you really have to work to clear out that like low vibrational energy in all of them to like balance that out. So we'll start with the G center. Um, this is center for direction, identity, love. The center is also tied to your liver. So if you are if you don't have a consistent source of energy coming into this, you may feel how alcohol really influences your identity, your lovability, your direction. I know like sometimes I feel it like if I have a glass of wine or like a glass too many of wine, then I will next day feel very irritable for one, but also kind of I get very much in my head about like, well, what am I supposed to do? Am I doing the right thing? Da, da, da. So I notice when I don't drink, I feel a lot more clear in that sense. Like I don't question myself as much as when I maybe have had too much to drink. Um, if you have a lot of energy in this center, you are here to give love. And so if you're open or undefined, you're here to receive love. If you have this defined, so you have a consistent source of energy within yourself, your question is more, can I be accepted and loved for who I am? If you don't have the center, uh, if you don't have a consistent source of energy in the center, you're, you're more fluid and you will kind of be like, your question may more so be like, well, who am I? What's my purpose? Like what your identity is more attached to those who have a consistent source of energy coming from the center. Next is your heart center, also known as the ego, ego center or the will center, um, center for willpower for the eye. And it is really, uh, if you have this consistent source of energy coming through, I like to say you are like a superhero because you just have this energy to like get things done. It's different than the sacral energy. It's it kind of relates to like material things and stuff like that. But it, again, it's connected to the solar plexus and it's the place for higher emotions, like love for self, love for others and emotional energy. And so if we want to expand or get out of our emotions, we really, especially when you meditate, you tend to activate the heart chakra and kind of like by blessing others and bringing love onto others, it really gets this energy moving within the center. The next center is your solar plexus. This is the one for emotions, the center for sex and desires. We can get really stuck in our solar plexus. And so we often, I would recommend, my personal recommend, if you clean it out daily, clear it out daily. If you can't do it daily, if that's just not, you don't meditate that much or whatever, weekly at least, I would say, because this you get, we get a lot of stuck energy in the solar plexus. And so that's kind of like, that's a lot, that lower vibrational energy. And so sometimes, you know, we have this decision to make once we get stuck in that, are we going to go lower vibrational or higher vibrational? And so sometimes a lower vibrational, because there is a lot of sexual energy attached to the center, that can become a low vibrational sexual, sexual energy, which is really unbalancing. And so you can kind of like pull it up in different ways. Um, definitely cleansing it out will help you pull yourself out of that. So next we have the throat chakra and the throat chakra is the center for manifestation and communication. All energy within the body literally is like going towards this throat chakra because this is where we can actually do and take action to manifest and create. 
So the throat chakra connects the body to the mind, which is the spiritual ties, the spiritual energy. So it just all kind of like really centers around this throat chakra. It's really important with this to, to remember that as above, so below, because they're all going to like meet at this point too. So for me, like example, we can have blockages here too. doesn't matter what, what form of energy, how much energy, or if you have a consistent source of energy coming in through here, we can all get congested. And so like, I know for me, for most of my life, I felt really like a strong blockage in this throat chakra. I had to get up. I didn't have to, but I, I bought myself a throat chakra necklace because I just wanted to remind myself to use this space of expression because for me between the throat and, and so many different aspects of my, my astrological chart, my human design, like all of my energy really is, I am supposed to be using this energy and I've just felt so stuck behind it for so much of my life. So like when I started doing the podcast and I started blogging, because you don't have to be expressive and manifest and create through your physical voice. It can be through writing. It can be through music, just sort of any sort of expression, but so when I found when I started doing the podcast and the blog, it really helped me clear out some of that blockages because it allowed me to actually express myself and communicate myself. And it's just constant, constantly working. I'm reading a book, I think it's called Women Who Run With Wolves and it's beautiful stories, but she talks about in the book, it's like to have fear is to be human. Like you, you are not going to be on this human existence on this human plane without ha having fear. We cannot avoid it. We cannot hide from it. We cannot run from it. We have to push through it because it's just like part of being human. So even if you don't push through it today, there's always tomorrow to work on it, but it's something that we really have to work on in our lives. So then moving up next, we have our Ajna center, which you will find between your eyebrows. This is the processing center for our inspirations that come from our mind, from our crown chakra. The Ajna, Ajna chakra always has us thinking, and so it can create a lot of mental awareness or mental anxiety. Uh, if you're not aware of that. And so then above that, if we're assuming, if we're connect, if we're combining the uh, third eye and that chakra, above that we have our crown or our head chakra, which is a center for inspiration, center for questions. You're always going to have questions. You're always going to want out answers. It can be like, leave room for a lot of doubt, a lot of um, insecurities, I guess, in that sense where we feel like we need to have all the answers for everything. This is all this, also the center that brings in um, divine energy when you meditate. If you do, if you follow meditations, they may talk about this golden light from above that's kind of coming through. And so, but this is the center that is coming down from. So just be aware of the center. Don't get too caught up in our minds because we're not supposed to make decisions from our mind. We're always supposed to make de decisions from our body, but we get so caught up in our minds sometimes we really have to to let that go. And finally, the last one we're going to talk about a few inches above our crown center is like the star chakra. So when we do meditations, we'll obviously see this as like a small ball of light. Maybe you see it as like a little bit of flame. This is literally like conscious awareness. It's the center that's connected to the quantum field. Quantum field is basically, it's past, present, and future. All Everything exists at the same time. Everything is happening at the same time right now. Tomorrow has already happened. Yesterday has already happened. Right now, it's all the same thing. And so when we want to bring our consciousness to the space, it's just like we're existing together. We're existing all as one or existing completely. And this is kind of like the place that you want to end up during meditation. I feel like it's the end goal. It's just consistent practice because it's so hard to, to quiet our minds. And so again, it's really important to balance all these chakras because we want that prana to like flow through all of them. So some ways that you can balance out your chakras, obviously meditation is a, is a huge one. 
guided meditations. I'll put that, I'll put the uh, master code again. I actually had him on last week, or I didn't have him on last week, but I had him tagged last week so you can go and do those meditations and things again. Yoga is really good for um, balancing out your chakras. Med uh, dancing, because dancing just moves around your energy. Um, it's really good for your emotional solar plexus. I love it. Um, and then I just, I love cooking. I think it's just like therapeutic. Uh, it really is a form of meditation. So if you're looking at it in that sense, it can kind of just be really helpful. I do uh, yoga, meditation, and dance. These are three things that I incorporate into my daily life or definitely like during my week i do all three i try and meditate every single day i do yoga at least three times a week um, two or three times a week and then i dance at least once a week i just try and like have these to balance out all of my chakras and kind of keep me balanced and all that so those are the chakras those are the basic basically the basic chakras if you have any questions, feel free to send me an email. My email is attached. You can find me over on Instagram at Rochelle C. Smith. And yeah, if you have any topics you would like to be covered in the future, if you feel called to share this with anybody, review any of that good stuff, uh, I would so appreciate it. And I appreciate you listening every single week. Thank you guys so much. And I hope you have a wonderful uh, rest of your week.